0: Indianapolis Colts versus Houston Texans pregame show coming at you right now. There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... going to finish it! i am always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a...
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and comment below with your thoughts, Colts Nation. This is the best way to support us, and as it gets our video out to other passionate Colts fans. And ladies and gentlemen, it is completely free. All right, so the Indianapolis Colts will take on the Houston Texans at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Anthony Richardson versus C.J. Stroud. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Two of the youngest quarterbacks in the league get the battle in their second ever NFL game. A lot of eyes will be on this game, I think. Just a lot. Uh, Stroud was the number two overall pick, as you may know, while Richardson was the number four pick. Big matchup for the rookies. We are slightly favorites in this away game. Last time I checked, and I mean, it's like a point. So we're just, you know... I mean, we're just there. Let's talk Colts and Texans. Jamal, where are we getting started at?
0: I think, man, we got to start off with today's uh, injury report that came out. I definitely want to talk about that. uh, Big Q, Quentin Nelson did not practice again today due to that toe injury. Uh, It's not very promising for us. It's not what I want to hear, especially going into uh, another (laughs) divisional game. Drew Ogletree was limited today for his concussion, uh, but he definitely got some reps in there. So that makes me feel pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. But most importantly, Zach Moss, full participation today. That's that's some good news for us, as we know, with our non-existent run game. Uh, Zach Moss is going to have the weight on the world of his shoulders when he comes back, if he comes back. Uh, just because he's in full participation does not necessarily mean he's going to play, but let's let's go ahead and uh, say that he is for what it's worth. He's going to have a lot to step up to coming back into this game for week two, four. So definitely glad to see him back, uh, but I, I hope... I hope that maybe Big Q just – they just gave him some, you know, rest time. I read one thing on Twitter. I forgot who posted it that said he was doing a little bit of work on the sidelines. So that makes me feel a little better. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and say he probably won't play. So let's go ahead and get our big boy pants on, especially for the offensive line because they're going to have some work cut out if he does not play, Eric. Yeah, I was a little worried because I saw Braden Smith didn't
1: participate mm-hmm. on Wednesday as well. It um, looks like he's back to full – Like. Like I've always said, Braden Smith is one of the most underrated tackles, in my opinion, in the league. Um, but yeah, I we miss Quinn Nelson. It, it's it's going to look rougher for our offensive line. Um, you know, I didn't think they played horrible, but I thought you know because I, I was looking back at some film, I, I did think Richardson held on to the ball a lot longer than he needed to, but. Um, you know, losing losing the four or five-time All-Pro all is, is, is not good. Um, but Zach Moss, we need him. He ripped mm-hmm. up the Texans last year. I would like to see him do that again this year. But um, before we get any further, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Football season is back, and you know what that means. Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, and epic fantasy showdowns. But, fellas, let's not forget the real MVP of the season. Introducing the all-new Beard Hedger Pro Kit by Manscaped, your ultimate luxury beard grooming experience. This kit is your secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field. Don't fumble this opportunity. Head to manscaped.com and elevate your grooming game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. You heard that right, 9 million men or 109 MetLife Stadiums. So go to manscaped.com and and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code COLTSGAS. Beard Hedge Pro Kit is a grooming powerhouse built for the precision and style, just like your favorite quarterback, Anthony Richardson. This kit tackles beard touch-ups effortlessly, ensuring you're always prepped for the next play, plus it has compact design for easy portability. Portability. So, get 20% off and free shipping with the code ColtsCast at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code ColtsCast. Your grass is not artificial. Keep it shaved with Manscaped.
0: You know, Eric, just just want, want to point out one thing real quick that you just read about uh, with the Manscaped ad. Did you know? So, I know it said 109 MetLives, but just for reference, for Lucas Oil that can hold 70,000 people, that'll be 128 and a half Lucas Oil Stadium. So, all our Colts fans out there, just so you know, 9 million people, 120. 120- six Lucas oil stadiums or 29
1: fun fact of the day. Yeah. (laughs) Look, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson. I think Richardson had the better week one. I mean, better completion rate, more yards on the ground, more touchdowns. To me, that's better to affect Texans fan. Maybe not. No, we did lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I think Anthony Richardson won that game. Yeah. Might have lost battle won the war expectations weren't high for him and he exceeded mine. like he, he exceeded expectations by mine. I, I think he did for most Colts fans. That's what I'm hearing around. Um, he made the offense exciting to watch and also didn't make a ton of mistakes that the haters were preying on. They're like, Oh, he going to lead the league in interceptions. Nope. That's going to be Josh Allen. <laughs> I believe he's ahead of schedule. You know, a lot of thanks to Shane Steichen and, and how he implemented Richardson against the Jaguars. Sure, we didn't see a lot of downfield passes. That's that's a, maybe a knock on us, but it looked to me that Richardson was trying to get the ball out quickly. I think that was the game plan all along. Um, you know, they, they said he didn't have accuracy in the short intermediate game. I, I saw you know pretty decent accuracy out there. You know, some some passes didn't didn't go to the right place, but overall, like we didn't see this you know, completion rate that was gonna be around his college average that fifty-three percent. Um, we didn't see that. So the fact that he is succeeding in this timing and rhythm offense, you know, with so little experience under his belt, I think that's amazing. Uh looking back on it, I think Steichen wanted to keep it simple for his debut. And let's try to establish the run game. You know, we we tried to lean on it a little bit. Uh, Key B design runs. Let's let's get Richardson to make some reads. Uh, see what he can do there, which he's used to. RPO game with some quick passes. I mean, that's probably the most complex part is the reads he has to do. But nothing where he has to, you know, super got gotta find, gotta work through those those first and second uh, reads and try to go down his progressions. Didn't have to wait for a play to develop. Um, it was more just let's try the quick game. Let's get let's get the chains moving. Um, simple yet effective. I thought for the most part, you know, going in, you know, going into the fourth quarter, we were up. It was working. It was working. So, you know, defenses have to adjust for his mobility. I, I thought that opened the field up for us, and I, I just think
0: things are looking good for our guy. Right? Yeah, you know, I can't wait to see what he looks like on Sunday. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right, man. I forgot we talked about it during the earlier episodes especially during the summer where we mentioned how. We thought Shane Steichen would come in and play play it safe for a Richardson to build some confidence in him. That's exactly what happened. You know, we we all know everyone in the world, anybody who watches football knows that he can launch the he can launch this ball sixty yards, no problem. We don't need to see that every single play. What we want to see is confidence being built. uh we, They've already talked about so much how he keeps his composure during the game um and or during the situations i don't want to say just the game but just during all situations so when i hear that i want to see him just continue to build on that confidence we know he has to get out there to play better and for the people who are out there talking that good talk about oh you know he he should be playing better than this whatever the case is guys remember this is only game number 14 official game number 14 for him of his football career i know many of you can probably think back to you're a 14th official day at your job. I'm pretty sure y'all all weren't proficient at it. You know, I'm sure you still had a lot of work to do. So, so oh don't goodness. sit back. That is
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't sit back and, and and dog him over things that, you know, that take time to learn and to develop. Because like you said, Eric, I think he's right on track, if not maybe a little bit ahead of track for what we want. And and, and I'm excited to see that. I think that he's he's definitely, I mean, they were talking to him just uh, this week. I think it was yesterday. They're kind of asking, you know, what was his thoughts on this QB versus QB battle he's going into. And he says, you know, he didn't really think of these things as who's better. Um, because when he did that back in college, it threw him off for a game. And Eric, you probably know what game I'm talking about. It was the game against Kentucky with Will Levis. He went in there trying to be the better quarterback and it backfired on them. So he's here hmm. just to just to do his job. And you know, I'm not mad about it because in my eyes, and the rest of Colts Nation's eyes, and I'm sure in your eyes, Eric he is the better quarterback than than, uh, than C.J. Stroud. So there, there's no competition for him. He just has to go out there and do his job, uh, and he does it well. So I'm excited to see that. Now, I will be the first person to tell you that I do think that we're going to have a little bit of a challenge with some of the stuff that goes on with the Texans, especially on their defense side of the ball versus our offensive side of the ball, but there aren't things I'm too terribly concerned about. So we know uh, D- uh, D'Amico Ryan's tough defensive coach Uh, He's the head coach for them. But, you know, he loves that defense. And I think that he's going to try his best, especially as he has a rookie quarterback to to trip up our rookie quarterback. You know, he's getting to see some of the mistakes that a rookie quarterback can make every single day in practice. Uh, So I think that he'll definitely try to throw Richardson off his game early and get into his head. Uh, And I think that could be a really big issue whenever we think about Quentin Nelson. We talked about that injury earlier. And if Quentin doesn't play on Sunday, that's going to be a big gap right there. I could see them stacking the box extra heavy to go against uh to go against Anthony Richardson because we have to worry about you know a backup guard being in at that spot. So of course, it's not been yet of he, whether he's going to play or not. But that's one thing that scares me, especially because when I watched some of that film against um, Baltimore, man, they're they're expecting that first half. The Texans' defensive line was just. Getting through to the backfield, getting to Lamar. And of course, Lamar can evade pressure like none other. Richardson can evade pressure too. But Richardson is a lot bigger than Lamar. So Lamar can kind of slither his way through some of the cracks. Some of these pockets that Lamar can slither through, Richardson can't just because of his sheer size. And it has nothing to do with his speed. So I I fear that whenever it comes to how aggressive their defensive line can play. Um, But, you know, it's one of those things where I think that that's also going to turn into a positive for us because we're going to see more of that intermediate game. We may not see those deep balls downfield because the play may not have enough time to develop where Richardson could take a five, seven step drop back to get the ball to pierce 30, 40 yards down the field. So we may see more of that intermediate game coming at us which I'm completely content with because we have a young man by the name of Josh Downs who can still catch the ball. What he have seven targets last week um and he only caught three of those for 39 yards I believe it was or something like that. But well I would
1: love Richardson. I would love this offense to attempt a pass over 20 yards. Yeah, oh I sure. Don't think they I'm pretty sure they didn't attempt one pass over 20 air yards which I I don't know. I I think Jacksonville they they just started adjusting. Yeah. Very in the game and you know we we I think we got to switch it up a little man.
0: No, I I agree, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's something that like kind of Baltimore did against uh against Houston as well. In the second half, they switched it up, and that's kind of when their defense got thrown off. That's when Zay Flowers came over, a factor in there, and 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 the run game was more of a factor for the Ravens. So I and I was gonna you know piggyback right off that to say I want to see Josh Downs more of that. Zay flower s player i know they're not the same guy but just that the way he's able to he was able to get 15 20 yards down the field he was able to still catch wide receiver screens the running game picked up there was a lot more fluidity throughout that offense and the and and the texans defense shut down so that's what i want to see our offense do is step up make those adjustments in the second half to make to, to keep the texans defense on their toes and be more aggressive and be more efficient and I'm hoping that it will change a little bit with Zach Moss back there because I don't know, maybe Steichen felt like his back was against the wall with some of the play column just because we knew that Richardson was our rushing leader. Next person up had what, 14 yards to believe it was 14 or 10 yards, something like that. So maybe he just felt like he had to keep the game sh- or keep the ball short. I don't know, but I would like to think with Zach Moss back there, maybe it's going to open up the playbook a little more for us um, coming into this week where maybe we can do some more play action style plays and, and, Make the make the uh the box become you know uh, what am I trying to say? Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Uh, anyway, complete the play actions or to to get the ball downfield. I completely lost my train of thought with that. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Eric. I feel like
1: I did. We see any play action plays? I because yeah, I, I feel like that. I don't know if Richardson's going to be in that type of offense.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, he probably won't be, I guess, and I shouldn't say play action. I mean, I guess it could still be more RPO. I don't know. I I, I feel like I'm there just, was – I'm just what? trying to
1: think. Like, yeah, I don't know if I saw any pre-action snap or play-action snaps. I don't know. My head's a little foggy today. But, no, Um, CJ Stroud and Richardson, I know we're hoping we got the better quarterback. But, yeah, we got to see. You know, Stroud got taken to – you know – two spots ahead for a reason. So I, I want to see, you know, how these quarterbacks, especially Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, how they do, you know, the, this whole stretch of the season, because, you know, I'm hoping we got the best quarterback in the draft. Um, just got to see it play out, but yeah, I, I don't know. The Houston Texans are still the Houston Texans to me. Mm-hmm. Um, They aren't very good. And if you void out last year, I mean, we've dominated them for years and years and years. So because like you look at the Ravens and Texans game stats, this this is kind of astonishing. So they lost by 16. Right. But the Ravens had less total yards, more penalties and more turnovers. And I, I don't know that that's just. That's confusing to me because when you hear a team has less total yards, more penalties, more turnovers, the game should at least be closer or they lose, but I don't know. I don't know what the Texas did. It seemed like when they got in the red zone, they pulled the Colts, you know, 2022 Colts mm-hmm. could not score a touchdown. I mean, they they were limited at three field goals, but I don't know. Zach Moss is back. I'm hoping Quentin Nelson is there. Um, I we, we really need them and – you know, tech the Houston Texans, they do have some talent. Oh, yeah. Like Laramie Tunsil, incredible, incredible tackle. Um, I, I would say top three offensive tackle in the game. Uh, Damian Pierce, probably the better back than Zach Moss. He's a very strong running back. I think that's that's probably the best way to describe him. Lots of power, physicality. Like, do you remember, have have you seen that run he had at Florida? I know it was in college, but that man broke like three tackles. His helmet came off on the first <laughs> broken tackle, and he just kept going. Jesus, like he had a helmet on. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's putting his shoulders into defenders with, with no helmet. I mean, he won it. He 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 be eating in the in, in the backfield. But yeah, he has that ability to break off for explosive plays. I'm a little worried about that, but I'm hoping our guys can make the tackles when needed. Um, Will yeah. Anderson Jr. You were just talking about that D line. He's kind of he's kind of X factor there. Like, looked pretty good against the Ravens. They invested a lot in that guy. I'm holding. Uh, I'm hoping uh, you know Ryman or Smith can hold up. You know, wherever he lines up, that's that's gonna be scary, right?
0: Oh, it's absolutely gonna be scary. And and I'm hoping with that being said, that the little talk that Trevor Lawrence had with Richardson at the end of the game about uh you know going down and protecting your body, but go, you know, helps him out, especially against guys like Will and Tanner and these other guys, because we don't want to see him getting hurt. I don't need to see that Josh Allen style play that we saw the other day where it was just like all over the place. I want to I want my quarterback to be protected and be safe and get out of bounds when need be, you know, slide when he needs to. I know he's a big doll. He can take hits, but we don't need you to get popped by these defensive ends and these linebackers play after play after play after play.
1: Yeah, we saw that scare last game. I mm-hmm. really don't want to see that. So I'm hoping that was you know, when they were cooking up the drawing board, they, you know, Steichen, whoever Cam Smith, whoever just told him and said, or Cam Turner, I'm sorry, just told him. Look, you'll slide next time. <laughs> like, bro, go out of bounds. I, You know, I, I, I don't want to see him get destroyed. But uh, John Mechie might be back.
0: Mm.
1: I, I, He's back at practice, and, you know, this guy's battled leukemia all last season, so he didn't get to play his rookie year. You know, shout-out to him and making a great recovery, beating oh, yeah. cancer. Absolutely. But, look, this guy was amazing at Alabama. Got to make sure. He's not going to beat our guys once he gets the ball in the hands. He's, he was scary after the catch. So uh, that that those are some key players. I'm kind of I'm kind of looking for.
0: Yeah, I man, it's, I, I'm just so excited for it. I am so excited for it. we're talking about a Texans team that won seven games in the past two years. Unfortunately, we were part of those uh, L's that were handed over for them to get W's and and even with some of these players they, they're gonna have coming back. We're gonna get tested again. Uh, I just checked the lines again, Eric, and we are no longer the favorites. They actually are now by one and a half. So um yeah, yeah. So oh, wow,
1: it opened yeah. like at minus one or minus one and a half. It's moving.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now it's minus one and a half for them. So, uh, so it's interesting to see what's going on, man. And, and I, I think that is kind of just setting the setting the tempo and the present for what's going to what's going to come on Sunday. It's an exciting time.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna just end it with I believe we have the more dynamic quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Stroud. I, I like Stroud before the draft. But what I've seen from Richardson, I like Richardson more, you know, he, yeah. He doesn't have that supreme supporting cast around him anymore. I'm talking about CJ Stroud, like it's different now. He's got to adjust. You know, I, it's, it's different when Quiddy Pay DeForest. You know, DeForest Buckner was the second. Yeah, he was. He was. He was in the top four uh, for PFF's highest graded. Um, I believe it was defensive lineman uh, for the week one. Heck yeah, and he was at two right behind i want to say it was tj well i don't remember but i mean impressive oh yeah. impressive deforest buckner balled out got one of the highest grades you know i like it's going to be different when he's got to see him he's got to see stewart he's got to see uh Ibukum. you know i think gus bradley's defense is going to be on lock mm-hmm. against a less talented team you know jaguars we gave him run for their money if we can establish a run game we got zach moss back I, I don't know i I think I think it's gonna be a little different playbook's gonna change i I expect a rebound game from Alec Pierce so we're gonna be having words about that mm-hmm. you know if, if they want even a remote shot at competing this year they they can't start out 0 2 yeah not in the division man they they can't do it so they gotta make a statement on the road here before we gotta see Baltimore. You know, mm-hmm. avoid starting zero and two. Let's start one and one. That that's way better than zero and two. Zero and two feel like, you know, who we draft over. next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> one and one sounds like, all right, bet we end this thing. Like we took one, but we back up. Zero and two is like, you know, it's like, uh, welcome to the Colts cast, guys. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's sad. It's it's, it's good.
0: It, it's gonna be real sad. So, I'm expecting to win here. I'm expecting a win as well. I mean, if we play anything like we did against the the Jags for the, at least for the first half and going into the third quarter, I think that we can, we can pull off a nice game. I think we kind of got tested with the Jags and, and we understood that we could, we could step up to the plate and play, on such a high level with them. And of course, our defense stepped up a whole lot for us. So I'm trying to see Ziggy get drug tested again for getting another 18 tackles. Um, so <laughs> that man is <laughs> second in the lead in tackles. It's crazy. It's another, crazy. Another
1: guy that was absolutely insane. Yep. And I saw some haters that they were saying, oh, you know, Zaire Franklin getting all those tackles, that's not always a good thing. He could be, you know, letting him get a catch and pass covers.
0: Come on man. Hey, come on, man. Let him do his thing. He was looking clean out there. I'm gonna let him keep doing his thing, and I'm gonna let the offense do their thing too. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, Eric, the Colts are gonna win this thing. We're about to drop some points this game. About to drop some points on Jamaica Ryans after you on, just said on their D'Amico, defense was nice. Uh, yes, I said their defense is nice, but I also watched what the Ravens did the second half, and, and they still play sloppy, still play sloppy, and they, and they managed to pull off points. We're gonna win 31 to 14 we're giving up 14 two tutties 31 14 that's the final i'm gonna lock it in lock it in lock it in exact score yes sir
1: okay i like it i like it um was i close last week i don't think I i was i think i said 24 20 colts win so I think we, we scored 21, they scored 31. Oh, that's, yeah. that's not too close.
0: It was in competition for a long time. Let's let's be real. It was in competition for a long time.
1: I think it'll be a closer game than that. Um, you know, if if we beat them by 20 points, <laughs> I don't care if they're the Houston Texans. If the Indianapolis Colts offense puts up, you know, 34 points, you know, with or without the help of, of the defense, because you know. D-Buck did score seven for us. Yeah, that's true. He six, did. He did. He did. six, but you know, if I, if our offense can put up thirty four points on a D'Amico Ryan's defense, or this pod episode going to be different on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like that. Whoo! It it will be looking good. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll go with uh. Dude, I don't I hate doing these score predictions. I know. Yeah, it's, it's i will we'll leave it in my head. I'll go with yours. 34 <laughs> I ain't gonna worry about it. Dude, um, in 19 to 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. 19 to 18. I said it'd be a close game. So that is a wild score. 19 yeah, though. That's yeah. something bad happens. Something
0: real bad. <laughs> let's go 20
1: to 18. All right. <laughs> that's gonna be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you to listen. Podcast. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Ghost content. Peace.